0: welcome back to 24th and park uh we're back with another episode i'm john olangi and i'm eduardo razzo and uh yeah man it's good to be back with y'all um got a lot to get into this week um a lot's been going on in the psg community everybody's obviously uh in an international break mode and um uh, but obviously, with PSG, there's always something going on. So we just want to get right into it. Uh, so Eddie, how you feel about um, you know the, the Neymar injury and kind of just how <laughs> it's it's back again? And then we're gonna kind of tie it into the bigger topic of you know just the 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 overload with the international matches during league and domestic matches. Uh,
1: it's kind of not expecting but it's just like okay now that his suspension is over and he can play in the champions league it's just it, it feels like of course it had to happen at this time like it just yeah that it's, it's just the timing is it, i mean at this point i don't i don't i'm no sour for it it is what it is i just chuckle a little bit and it's just like uh, in my head i'm just like of course like it just this just had to happen at this time when, when he's, you know, his suspension is over, he's playing really well. And obviously he gets injured in a, a meaningless match because let's face it, he already knows his status within the national team. And I'll just go into it. Yeah. I know Mark was, in, was tweeting about it yesterday and today and and I kind of brought up the, the, the comparison, Clubs are just going to have to start protecting their assets, like, especially in these meaningless matches where there's no, nothing on the line, like, there's no qualification, especially a player of Neymar status. He kind of already knows where he's at with the national team, and, like, there's no tournament on the horizon. Like, there, I, I, yeah, there's the Copa America, but do you, a, a match in October for a tournament next year uh, isn't like it. You can't build chemistry or or whatever uh, in October of 2019 for a tournament of the summer of 2020. So it's just like, was there really, uh, did did he really have to go to this? Do players of his status really have to go to this? I feel like these matches are for more fringe players who either the head you know the the national team manager wants to get a a second look at them, and players who are on that bubble to to try to impress because if he's healthy Neymar is going to play for Brazil so I I just don't see why clubs sack there is no reward for them they, they don't get anything out of this and and they they have more to lose as as you saw like the Brazilian national team they made their money and now Neymar is in Paris uh rehabbing whatever injury that that he suffered with
0: Brazil yeah, I, I, I get that. Um I'm not really like <laughs> I'm 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 not on the fence about it, but I'm just like I don't I don't put too much um, fault to the to um, in in this particular case, you know, I see a lot of people going at the the, the, the the Brazil selection. Like it's not it's not their fault that he got hurt because at the end of the day, yes, he got hurt, but he could have easily got hurt at the match that we're playing this week, I forget who we're playing or he could have got hurt in training. So, but yes, and I understand that now what we're talking about is at least he would have been hurt with the club that he plays for and right. Like these are meaning meaningful games. The, those, those international matches are only meaningless. They are. Some of them are meaningless but they're only meaningless. They become more meaningless to me because it's too much. It's too much, right? Like if they, if they're doing qualification matches, right? Like if they're doing, if they're, if if it's going towards something or, you know, um, like right now, the, the U S women's national team, they're doing a tour, um, around the U S because they just won the world cup. The, The matches don't really mean anything, but it's to, you know, it's to celebrate their victory. So, it's like it's like <laughs> it's just too much because of every other thing that they do, man. It's it's just too much based off of League and Champions League and Coupe de la League and, and the League, the League Cup, all of that. And then you put in domestic matches that aren't qualifying matches and it just becomes like, yo, these dudes are being overplayed, Right. But my my problem with what most of y'all are saying is that it's like this has been the case, all right? Like it's been the case, <laughs> and like I, I don't want to harp too much on the, the the Brazil national team because it's not again it's not their fault that Neymar got hurt. Clearly, this dude has like the worst luck and like injury bug, and like I saw a graphic today from Bleacher Report showing like how he's been injured in like 98 places and he's missed like 150 something games or something crazy like that uh over the span of just since like the 2014 World Cup and he's it, it's crazy so it's like you know killing mbappe luckily he wasn't playing in, in the french friendlies but it, for me, yeah, so like, here's the, it sorry, sorry to home. cut you off, John, but here's the thing. Yeah. Why,
1: why did France have to call him? Like he's already injured. Like, what was the point of him getting a call up? Well, a, he wasn't going to play and B he partook in their training and P and you don't know if he's going to aggravate that injury even more.
0: Yeah, he shouldn't. I, I agree. He shouldn't have, he shouldn't even been called up because, and I thought that was strange when I saw him on the, um, on that roster, it's like. It has he been cleared by PSG to, to 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 play any football, let alone uh, in a meaningless friendly match? But you know, again, it goes back it goes back to FIFA, right? We're talking about FIFA and all of these FAs. Are they gonna stop doing these friendlies? <laughs> that's what it's gonna be because that's what we're talking about, right? Like, yeah. and then what 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 people are suggesting is that the clubs step in and say, "Yo, we're not gonna let." the players come play these meaningless friendlies how many clubs are going to do that
1: i think well real madrid right now they got gareth bale injured again they got lucas mod you know modridge again and he's injured now so i think if you start seeing uh, a domino effect and seeing a lot of players get injured uh i follow the nhl the nhl they decided you know what the owners collectively said we are not going to start sending our players to the olympics because a, they don't get anything out of it, and B, their players can get hurt. And they and it, there was an an incident where John Tavares, uh, then of the New York Islanders, tore his ACL at the Olympics in, in 2016 in Sochi. And so the Islanders, a, lost their captain. They lost their best player. And and yeah, it, it, it obviously and their their went their playoffs uh, opportunity. So it's just like the NHL said, hey. We're not, you guys aren't doing it. We we pay, we we pay you guys too much money. There's too much on the line. And, and you're dealing with, t- uh, especially teams that are on the bubble. Uh, playoff tickets mean more to them. And I'm pretty sure, Although, and, and I can make that comparison, that Neymar means as much to PSG trying to finally break through that round of 16 with them. And, and you just don't want to add more, 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 obstacles Uh, the obstacles is the wrong word but more you don't want to increase his chances of him getting injured by uh, having him play in meaningless matches it's just the there's a greater risk of him getting injured just because he's going off somewhere where you don't have any control of what what's going on like he can yes he can get injured in, in a psg match but at least he's injured while you have some sort of control, but playing in, with the Brazilian national team, like I said, in the meaningless list match, PSG just doesn't have any control of what goes on in, in the trainings and and in, 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 in the, 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 the trainers, et cetera, all that stuff.
0: Yeah. I and mean, yeah, I'm, I agree. Like I, I you know, it, it's, it's different because, you know, the, these, like keep in mind these players want to play like that's that's one thing we have to acknowledge they want to play these matches like they're not going to say no to, you know if you if you read and you follow a lot of these players um, social media like how much it means to them to to, to wear their, their their country's colors like that stuff is not irrelevant and it's not you can't you can't subsidize that so but again at the end of the day for me it, it it's less about just you know i feel like we're just only pinpointing this because it's neymar and he plays for psg but it's a it's a larger issue for all of these players like all of these players are playing too many too much football essentially right and then when you counter just not when you counter when you also look at the you know just from the fan base and how interested people are of these international I haven't watched one international match this, I, this, uh, I honest
1: I, I, I don't <laughs> really care for even the qualifiers I uh, if I if it's on it's I'll watch it yeah if if it's a qualifier and if it's on I'll watch it but for the yeah. most part I just don't care like I, I'm I'm not gonna watch it's just for me it's just unless there's like an angle that, yeah. that I'm that I'm interested in for the most part it's just like okay can we hurry up to club football like
0: yeah, it's it yeah it drags it drags and um uh, Zach Lowy on Twitter um, he's a very he's a good follow very informative follow on Twitter he tweeted out players who picked up injuries during this international break and it's like 15 names on here but I'm gonna try to name some of them so obviously Neymar Luca Modric uh, Federico Chesa I think that's how you say his name uh, Danilo D'Ambrosi Gary Metal, Alexis Chanchez, William Carvajo, um, Gareth Bale, uh, Stefan Savic, Mateo Kovacic. Um, yeah, and like three, four more names that I can't really pronounce. But yeah, it's it's kind of, <laughs> and, and I think, and I, I guess it, it takes time, obviously. And then with FIFA, it probably takes even longer, you know, for a problem to to become heightened, right? Like, right now with the NFL, the referees suck in the NFL right now. If you're watching American football, the refereeing is very, very trash right now. And now that noise is getting louder, right, where you have media personalities. I saw a segment today from ESPN where, like, one of the – he's a former punter. I think his name is Pat McAfee. He, he, like, ripped the entire officiating crew and the entire panel agreed. And you're seeing articles being written about how many flags have been thrown in in the league just in the in the fourth in the five or six weeks we've been in the season so things like that and now that you know the soccer world is, is starting to collectively talk about how egregious and how unnecessary these international matches are then maybe you know that can gain some traction and 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 become something that the these fa's and fifa can be like all right maybe it's time to change something you know so you know, I think we've reached a point where we're all kind of, you know, like, yo, it's time to do something about it. But again, I just don't trust FIFA and these FAs. Like, I, they they all about the money. Like, if it's I, not generating money, like, they're not really going yeah. to listen. I
1: think in the future, clubs are going to have to start putting, like, clauses the amount of times they can be called up to to their national team or something like something drastic like that. Because if, if FIFA doesn't want to reduce the amount of uh, international breaks... Then yeah. clubs are just gonna have to do circumvent the rules and say, hey, when they do their contracts with their players and say, hey, um, you can only be called up for this amount of friendlies. Uh, we can All let right. you go for the qualifiers because obviously that's important. But when it comes to just friendlies, especially when it's like high-profile players, when you kind of know if they're healthy, or they're gonna make the you know the national team. You yeah. gotta set some type of say, hey one friendly out of the year that's it like after that no more like or or zero only qualifiers summer summer tournaments etc i think if, if fifa is just going to be bent on, on still having those inter- international friendlies then clubs are going to have to start uh circumventing and putting in clauses in players contracts when when either they resign them or or bring them over from a uh, from another club
0: yeah yeah i agree i think it's gonna and like you said earlier like once like some big names start getting injured during these meaningless games you know and Neymar is a big name but with him it's different because he's kind of been injured a lot but you know Gareth Bale, Luka Modric like let Cristiano Ronaldo get injured or something there <laughs> during you know if he if he had got injured like that you know what I mean but it's like those are unfortunate situations and I've always said like um And we've we've been talking about how this is kind of crazy, how these players play so much football. Um, You know, Thiago Silva, you know, one of my favorite players, uh, and he's older. And I love that T.J. is selecting him to to these call ups. You know, it means that he's still valuable to the Brazil national team. But it's like, yo, please stop calling that man up. (laughs) Like, we need him for PSG, bro. Like, it's like like a you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like I said,
1: these friendlies. Are, I think there's why not just call up players that a are on the bubble and, yeah. and b you want to trying look, to prove you know, you themselves. Got, yeah, trying yeah. to prove themselves or or it's their first go around with the national team. You want to see what they're what what they have. It's right. just like you already know what Thiago Silva is. You already know what Neymar is. You don't need to see them again, right. uh, unless you know they have a couple warm up matches. You then they can build chemistry like. You can't build chemistry right now in October for a Copa America in the summer just because someone might get injured and then it's just you got to do it again. So it's just like save them for for for, you know, next year or whatever. Get a look at guys that A, you, you're trying to see what they have and, and B are on the bubble. But yeah, it's just like like I said, it's just going to be up to the clubs. That they're going to have to start putting in some type of clauses and in, in players' contracts.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, something's got to change. And um, I I just wanted to point out uh, today, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo scored his 700, goal in his career. And just to kind of (laughs) put that in perspective with Neymar, who's 27 years old and he's at like 357, I believe. And, you know, his injuries, man, that it's, it's, you know, getting to
1: you, a know point. you know, who, you know, who Neymar's starting to remind me of just because who? of the injuries? Tracy McGrady. Yeah. Like, McGrady could have T-Mack, been arguably. Right? He, uh, I, there was a time where he was better than Kobe. Like, there's no denying. Yeah. Like, he, he was better than Kobe. But just injuries twice.
0: Yeah, T Mac was a dog. Yeah. T Mac yeah. was a dog. Man. Yeah. And, and just I, injuries, I agree with
1: that. injuries took over, and, and, and it was just like. And especially too with the Rockets and him and Yao Ming and and, and it's a good transition that we can make there. But uh, yeah. it's just uh, that that's that's what you call in radio good transitioning. But, uh, <laughs> that's a great segue. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, it was just it was unfortunate for them that that they those two couldn't stay healthy t- uh, together. And and it's just like it's the same with PSG. It's like what if it's it, I'm pretty sure there's gonna be a a, a a thirty for thirty somewhere and just say like what if Neymar could could just stay healthy and and how far could PSG go. But yeah, but let's let's transition to that Rockets talk.
0: Yeah, so uh, the Rockets general manager, um, Daryl Morey, he, um, you know, right now the NBA is in its preseason mode and, you know, just like in football, they go to China, they go to uh, other countries and other sectors of the world to try to gain fan bases. So right now, um, a few nba teams are playing in china uh so daryl
1: i think hold on hold on um uh, john uh, psg does business in china so if anybody wants to know why it, why is there why are we talking to nba on a psg podcast it's because yeah. psg does business in, i mean they were there over the summer you know psg does does business with china but uh sorry yeah, i just wanted uh to just say yeah. why are we talking to NBA on a yeah no it, like podcast. i said it, it
0: it correlates because you know most of most european football teams do that they go to china like they in in and, 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 and try to, to to gain a different um, a different level of fan base there so yeah for, the money. A for the money for the money yeah, absolutely that's for yeah, the money yeah. i mean that's <laughs> that's what everything is, is about obviously they ain't just there for the uh, for shits and giggles but um so yeah, so the guy he's he's the general manager of the the, the Houston Rockets, you know. Uh, so he tweets out. Uh, let me read the tweet. The tweet said, it's a "Photo." If I'm not mistaken, and,
1: and he's just showing support for Hong Kong, the process, right. the protesters, the the or the protesting that's going on right now in Hong Kong.
0: Right, and it in the, the 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 photo says "Fight for freedom, stand with Hong Kong," yeah. and uh, it. The timing of it was very poor, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Because you know it's, it's pretty much there's pretty much a uh, civil rights debate and litigation between China and, and Hong Kong, and for the league that you represent, right, Daryl Morey, the NBA, y'all y'all over there trying to get this money with China, and for you to tweet that at that moment, it was just like it, it sent the entire NBA into like a point where nobody knew how to even, like, cover it. Like, ESPN has gotten in trouble uh, apparently because uh, people are mad because they're not talking about it how they want to talk about it. Like, a lot of people are, you know, they're walking the fine line because it's such a touchy situation. And, uh, yeah, I thought it was interesting to bring that up because it's just, like, in in, in, in football, like, is there something – that well, hold on costs, hold on John I want to I want to ask you
1: something I want I want to ask you something like how do you yeah. feel about all all this because like I said PSG does business in China and well, we, we can all turn a blind eye uh of what what's going on there but it's just how much can these sports teams and sports leagues continue to just like I said, turn a blind eye at what's going on there and just keep taking in the money, knowing that it, it, it's a little dirty. So I, I just wanted to ask you, yeah, just how much can can how much is how much is too much is is what I'm trying to say. How much can can That's a club I mean. and leagues just keep saying? You know what? Uh, I'm not gonna get involved. I, I'll just take the money. Like I don't I don't want to know. Like you know, see no here no evil, see no evil is the type of uh, I've always got that feeling from teams.
0: I mean, it's 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 the money. Like this this is one of the more difficult things that you can try to compartmentalize because even even though it 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 seems like the the obvious answer is that you you all you do stand with with the with the 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 party that's that's wanting to, things to be done right, morally correct, and and you stand with them, but these these companies man you know nba is a company psg is a company they're going where the money is going like and and we've talked about this with 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 qatar right like it's it's sort of the same thing where it's like yo the the people that you're aligned with right now they don't really do things how i personally would go with but you know it's 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 hard to, it's hard to 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 make that connection because you're not as close to it, and you're not the person experiencing this. Uh, I read something today uh, about Chick Fil A and the, the the people that they stand with and yeah. and some of the stuff that that they're doing in in African countries that's affecting people that you know my family. Yeah. So like I just learned about that today and it's like yeah I I don't plan on eating at Chick Fil A anymore. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. that that hits home because it's something directly affecting me and you know it, it you know it, it's it's just to be honest that's kind of what it is it's like not until something affects you directly you probably won't be able to have the same sensitivity with it but yeah it, it, essentially at some point these these companies are gonna have to make a decision like yo are we gonna go with the money or are we gonna go with the fans and try to save face in public uh you know media and all that stuff because nobody knows how to like the nba media right now is in shambles because yeah, they don't know you, how to deal with it. Did you see
1: it. that did you see that uh reporter who was talking to james harden and russell rusbrook and she just asked them the, you know pretty much about hong kong and all that stuff and i think yeah. it was the pr just stepped in and she was like no they're, they they're shut not. her down yeah yeah
0: because yeah. they don't know they, yeah. they
1: <laughs> and that even looks bad. That even looks bad. Just it's a horrible look. It's, it's a horrible no look. Win. Like it's just like, look, the NBA prides itself on being, for lack of a better word, woke. Uh, out of all yeah. the major leagues compared in, to in the North NFL, America. like compared yeah. to all the the major leagues in North America. Yeah. And it's just even the guys like Pop, Steve Kerr, who are normally raw, raw, and and don't they're not one to 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 shy away from controversial topics and and speak their mind they're even not saying hey i mean i kind of do commend them and say hey i don't know enough about the subject to 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 comment on it or or put an educated opinion much like myself i mean i i just got into it a couple couple weeks ago when this all started going on i i looked up not just articles that i can read but i was listening to podcasts on npr and, and all that stuff just to yeah. get, uh, there was a good uh, sixty minutes um, piece yesterday. I think that aired, and I, I watched some of that on on um, the sixty minutes. If, if you're interested in that, but um, it's just it's t- it's it's touchy. Even the people who are normally not afraid to to speak their mind, they they don't got that. They just, I think they just want it to go away so they can talk about something else. But yeah, like, it, like I said, it, there's it's huge ramifications because fifteen. If I met if I read this correctly at least 15% of their salary cap or the money coming from China affects 15% of their salary cap. So if that money stops coming, 15% of the cap is going to go down and that is going to affect a
0: lot of teams. Right. And and if you think about that in the grand scheme of things, we're talking about money, you know, monetary gain to basketball players and athletes who already make millions of dollars, right? And what does that mean to the welfare and to the well-being of these people in China who are potentially about to be extradited when they're in, you know, criminal disputes and and things of that nature, right? Like, you got to weigh out, like, what's more important here, people's livelihoods or these millionaires getting more money? You you know what I mean? And and that's that's what this all becomes. And and when we talk about politics here in America— with you know when you know the president talks about sticks stick to sports and like it 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 it's all the same thing. It's hard to, to 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 separate the two because sports politics everything that we talk about is all intertwined. Yeah, it's just about when it comes up, nobody knows what the hell to do because you try to hide it and you try to act like it's not there. Meanwhile, it's right there in your face, and I think. The NBA, you know, they try to prop themselves up, like you say, like they're the woke league. But now, nah, now you got a situation that you got to really be a man about and be stand up about, and you're running from it essentially.
1: Yeah, it's just it's a bad look. Uh, yeah, it's a bad look, and we'll see how. Do you think it will eventually move into 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 football? Just because, you know, like like we said, a lot of these. These uh, clubs, they do business in China. They go for summer tours in China. They they want that that disposable income from from the Chinese market. Do you think eventually some teams will be like, you know what, uh, we're okay. We don't we don't want to deal with that.
0: Yeah, I think if 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 the noise gets loud enough, you know, I think mm-hmm. right now if you're a, a football club, you're looking at, at this like, woo, I'm glad that's over there in America with the NBA and that ain't over here with us, right? But let that noise, like, if this story continues the way it's going, then, yes, we'll start seeing some teams not take I, these summer tours.
1: Because I can, I think China can put a set of, a, a, a set of rules for, for every sport and say, hey, we're going to make an example out of the NBA. If you don't fall in line with the way we want to do business, then this yeah. can happen to you.
0: Yeah. I can totally see that, you know, and, and they have the upper hand because people are greedy. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And they understand that it's all about money. So that's their leverage. They're, they're always going to have the leverage there. But again, it's, it's just it's just so weird because it's like, man, we're talking about people's livelihood here. And, you know, these sports like it, it's sports like we're talking about sports, bro. Like. And we talk about, obviously, we're covering sports right now. But, like, in the grand scheme of things, like, what does that really matter when you're talking about what's going on out there? So that, that's that – <laughs> it's just weird how, you know, when, when, when things get real, um, you know, you're no longer – you no longer want to, you know, face the music essentially. Yeah. So. So obviously right now – we have um, this is my favorite part of the year, man. As a sports fan, uh, we have American football. NBA is they're playing right now. It's preseason, but they're playing right. It's back. You have NFL, uh, NA. I'm sorry, the the baseball is in the playoffs. I believe NHL is all is underway. Correct?
1: Yeah, they're. I think they have like a week or week or about two weeks, almost two weeks into their yeah. season.
0: Yeah, so pretty much all sports are going on right now. Like all and, all the yeah, know. all the major sports uh, are happening right now, and obviously football season is uh, is, is is in full swing, or in Champions League and all that. So I wanted to do. Um, I saw a tweet that was on the internet. It was uh, it was a political tweet. Um, it had uh, there was a graphic that um, I believe it was. Let me let me pull it up here. It was um one of these one of these uh, CNN or Fox News or whoever. I'm, I'm sorry, it was MSNBC. They put up a graphic of all of the Democratic candidates, but they put them in like a formation, like a four, three, three, essentially. Yeah. And they had like all the candidates like in the four of them, the three and then three up top. And it was kind of funny how just the Internet reacted to it. And I even got into it in kind of you know saying that you know this person would play better in this position so i thought it'd be interesting if we can if we can try to make uh uh each try to make our best starting 11 using nfl mlb and NA, and nba players i i want uh, to i want to one-up it for you john right.
1: I, I just thought about it right now just give me combine sports and pop culture give me your starting 11 like give let's combine let's let's bring in some pop culture into this because now as i'm thinking about it it's like i Uh i kind of want some non-athletes who because you know some you know celebrities some of them think they're athletes i mean we see it at the nba all-star where we see some (laughs) some guys some some, some celebrity athletes magicians they, they they'll 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 get in touch with their inner athletes so i thought let's just Let's combine it with pop culture. You, you, you can just lead it off and give us your starting eleven. I know I'm throwing a, 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 a you know, a twist, a twist into what you already have, but I'm pretty sure you can probably
0: think of some some pop culture uh, icons ah, well, he, and and, and okay. uh, stay ready. I stay ready. I got <laughs> it. I got it. All right. So my goalie, I gotta put Giannis. Giannis, uh, long wingspan. He has the reaction time. I'm, that's who I'm putting that keeper. Left back, I'm putting Christian McCaffreys, the running back with the Carolina Panthers very balanced player. and center back I'm putting the rock. I'm putting <laughs> the rock, <laughs> I'm putting the rock at center back because he's gonna hold it down right there and I'm gonna partner him with Aaron judge. and then as a right back, I'm gonna go with uh, Gordon Ramsey. I just mm-hmm. think dude is dude is wild and like he can do everything right like he can he can get up the pitch and come back down and defend and he's he's very animated so i like gordon ramsey right there um so i, I got a 433 three. so my uh my six my holding midfielder is gonna be Yassiel puig because i think dude is an intimidator like <laughs> nobody's gonna mess with him um my pivot midfielders, um uh, Hmm. Who am I going to go with here? All right. So one of them is going to be Jimmy Butler. So we'll do Jimmy Butler.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. And then I'm going to put Elizabeth Warren. She, <laughs> she's a politician, but I feel like she, she can handle herself amongst pressure. You know, if you watch her in a debate, you know, she handles herself and I think she can do that box to box and, and be that relayer. Uh, my wings, I got to go with Tyreek Hill with the Cincinnati chiefs. Dude is like fast as hell. Uh, Kyrie Irving on the other side, because he's creative and he has a speed and then up top, I'm going with LeBron. I just got to go with LeBron as my number nine as my striker. I think, you know, he's a force up there. So yeah, that's my combined, uh, starting 11, uh, pop culture and all the other leagues going on. I and We're going and I'm a, and I'm going to tweet this this out too, this graphic yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm going to go with LeBron at,
1: at goalkeeper. I think uh the guy is just a, a physical force and he can cover up just like Giannis. He can just make it hard for for any opposing striker to 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 get there and the guy I'm pretty sure if if you're a a fit, th- you know, if you're not a well-built striker, yeah. Uh, then you're you're gonna have some trouble going in for those loose balls uh, uh, in the in the penalty box area. So I'm gonna go with LeBron as my, my keeper. For right. my 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 fullbacks, I'm gonna go. Uh, I I'm I'm leaning towards. I, I just because he has that, I'm going with Jose Altuve. I, I know he's a small stature, but I'm looking at right. that Juan Bernat. Wombernot's not the biggest guy, but but Wombernot yeah, yeah, yeah. can 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 come up when when you know the clutch time, and I believe Altuve as well. Altuve can he's shown in the past that he'll he'll come up in the in the, in the clutch situation. So uh, Jose Altuve of the Houston Astros will be one of my fullbacks, right. and on the other side, I'm I'm gonna go with Giancarlo Stanton. Just because the guy, I, I, I like to have that balance of of having one guy that will probably think offense, and then the other guy is just is just a, a behemoth of a person in Stanton. So I'm gonna go with with Stanton, and as my two center backs, I, I'm leaning towards. Now stay with me. I'm 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 I think. I don't know why I think this, but I believe Jimmy Butler will make a good center back. I think he he he'll he'll clearly he'll he he'll, he'll play that kampembe right. I think he has that kampembe mentality where a risk where, take. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I believe he thrives on that. And, and and he's just he has that not that underdog role considering where he was drafted, but he just has that that it factor that you want in, in a especially if, if a center back is captain. He has that it factor, and then pairing him, I am going to go with. Uh, you know what? I'm thinking of going Jalen Ramsey just because the guy can defend. He he's one arguably one of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think he's arguably one of the one of the better corners in the league. So he he's already he knows how to defend. So that's not going to be an issue for him. And as far as my six. Um, I am going to go with I'm, I'm I think I'm 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 leaning hockey here just because I'm going to go with Granted he he's a, he's a little bit he's a little bit beefy he's a, he's a he's a chunky guy but I'm going to go with Dustin Bufflin. he's I don't know what he is right now because he's thinking of retiring but he's a defenseman for the Winnipeg Jets but man oh man you look up some of the hits he can throw out and I know, yeah. I know, Guillaume. Guillaume loves those six that can, that are just <laughs> that can erase you. Like he, he was big Destroy on it. Fabinho and Destroyer. And and if you look up some of uh, Dustin Bufflin's hits, the guy can, he can punish another human body. And, and and it's just look them up, and and you'll see what I mean. But um, as far as my box to box midfielders go, I, I'm looking I'm leaning towards guys that can be a little bit creative. And do that what Maroc uh, Marco Variety does. And so I'm gonna go with on my on one of the the midfielders. I'm gonna go with I think I'm leaning towards I'm leaning towards a couple point cards. I like a guy that can i can I'm leaning towards oh. Uh, I'm just thinking of. I, I want prime Chris Paul. If you can give me prime Chris Paul, prime Chris Paul, prim, prime Chris Paul, uh, the guy Lob City. Give me Lob City Chris Paul. That, <laughs> that, that, yeah. So if I can give give me Lob City Chris Paul, as one of my my uh, one of my um. Uh, one of my my midfielders,
0: and you were distinct in saying prime Christmas. Yes, <laughs> yes. This, is,
1: this is this is all hypothetical, so it really doesn't have to matter. But um, uh, yeah. And then on my other midfielder, you know what? I'm 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 leaning towards Drake. I don't know why the guy. Huh? I'm pretty sure he can. He has some. I mean, he has some creativity in the booth. He's creative. So I'm I'm leaning towards that. <laughs> <laughs> that transitioning work, eh? <laughs> to, to the to the pitch and and him be getting some creative uh, opportunities and and not just for that just I know he'll he'll have he'll be he'll be getting under the players I mean if you see Raptors games he, he does his best to get so under the opposing player and I like to think sports are also psychological and if you can get under the opponent's skin then you're doing something right but um up front I'm gonna go with my my wingers uh as far as the wingers go uh, i'm gonna go with edmonton oilers uh phenom conor mcdavid the guy can just the guy has speed if the guy just he has so much speed on ice like he you wouldn't think a normal person can go that fast on skates but he does and he has just i would picture comparing Bappe to how he does when he's on the open that's how good mcdavid is just on skates so if if he has space the guy just burns so i'm gonna go with him uh on my other wing i'm gonna go with and i'm i think it's it's a a bit of a stretch but i'm gonna go with donovan mitchell just because guy's one of my favorite you know he's a wing slash type player i believe he can slash through you know the the penalty box and 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 Put it in the net. And as far as my striker goes, um, I'm gonna go with uh, arguably one of the the better goal scorers in, in, in hockey. And I'm gonna go with Alex Ovechkin. A guy just that's all he does, just score goals. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Hey, that's a that's a hard. I think yeah, I think you might have got me on that one, <laughs> man. Yeah, you. Uh, that that's that's a, that's, a, that's a tough starting lineup, especially when you put the the OG Alex up front to finish. All right, that's good. That's good. I like it. I like it. On this next topic, we're going to do something a little different. Um I think with with football players, man, like it's it's so many leagues and so many players and they come and go, especially in league and it's like and I was I was we were watching the the PSG match against Galatasaray and yo, that team is full of like good players, but we didn't know where they were. <laughs> and it's like, oh, they play for this guy. They play for this team. So I just wanted to to do something where I'm going to name a, a bunch of players and see if you can guess whether they're still in the league or whether they're still playing and where they're playing, if sure. you can try to guess. All right. So we can go ahead and start it off here. Um, Hulk, he's a Brazil international.
1: Last I heard of him, he was in playing somewhere in China.
0: Okay. All I right, don't know. It. I don't know the team, but I last I heard he was uh, I, I <laughs> China. I figured you wouldn't know the team, but yeah, you're right. He plays for Shanghai SIPG. I don't know how to say it in Chinese Super League. All right. Um, Florentine Pogba. I
1: believe he's playing with Atlanta United. If I'm not mistaken.
0: Alright, alright, damn, man, you good at this, you good at this Alright, uh, let me see if I can try to Uh, Adil Rami Adil Rami, used to play for Marseille
1: Oh, okay, yeah, 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 oh, fuck
0: I, I remember, cause there was he was There was some crazy
1: rumor over the summer Of him going to Mexico and linking up with Gignac But fuck, I forgot what club he was <laughs> with Oh, fuck. that one stumped me, I do not know
0: Alright, he is in Turkey with uh, a Oh, ok yeah yeah so that's where he's at all right um axel witzel i believe he's with borussia dortmund all right that was too easy that was too easy um yaya toure
1: oh huh, i thought he retired didn't he is he <sighs> that one's, that, one's tough, that one i he's,
0: he's know. definitely still playing i i didn't know he was when i looked i thought he retired I figured he retired, but no, he's still playing. He is in the second tier in China. <laughs> Damn, he loves. Really, either the Chinese money is really, really good, or he loves the oh, sport. What is it, dog? Like, what is it about that? Like, you didn't even go to the Chinese Super League. He went to the second tier. All right. Um, let's see, Yannick Carrasco.
1: I believe he's in China. I remember he, he left China. I don't know a specific team, but he's in China, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yep, he's in China as well, uh, in the Chinese Super League. Uh, Frank Ribery. I think he went to Fiorentina, if I'm all not right. mistaken. All right, you got these, you got these. All right, you better get this one, bro. Chicharito, Javier Hernandez. Oh, he's with Sevilla. All right, all right. I didn't know this until prior to today. <laughs> I thought yeah, he, was, he he was still at uh, one of those English teams. Yeah, uh, he was with West, West Ham. Ham. Yeah. Okay. Man. Yeah. I was like, yo, he's still playing. He's in. He's yeah, if you in followed in the Liga. Mexican media, you, that would have been a lot. <laughs> yeah, they 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 do that. I was like, bro, he better know this one. All right, uh, Jeremy Mendez, the one and only Club America, even though
1: america doesn't want him anymore and if you saw the, i don't know if you saw that video of him partying with uh
0: let's just I heard uh, about that and yeah. drugs in there yeah there's uh, so so he's with paris fc now oh well i, I didn't know he left like like as soon as that news broke with him like getting that video coming out with the escorts uh, like it was, it wasn't too many days in between where they announced that he signed with Paris yeah, FC. That,
1: that news, uh, flew over my head. I, I think he just wanted to party at one more time in Mexico before. Right.
0: Uh, right. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, Paris. Yeah. All right. I got a few more. We got about a few more here. Uh, Marwan Fellaini. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That one. I do not know. I don't me. He's still playing. And he's in China as well, the Shen dog something. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that Chinese money is really good for these places. Bro, they they're going to get that bread over there. All right, um, I am Robin. Oh damn, that's the wrong guy. I, I did. Didn't he retire? Okay. Yep, yeah, he's not playing.
1: Okay, because okay. I know there was some <laughs> talk about him going to MLS, but he never, nothing ever materialized. So I'm like, I think he retired, because I didn't see him anywhere else. Alright,
0: and then last but not least, Gregory Van der
1: Oh damn, last I heard he was with Toronto FC after that, I, I did not know where he left to. I think oh, I do not know. Like last I heard he was last I checked he was in the MLS. After that I, I don't know where he left
0: to. <laughs> yeah, he's he's done too. He's not playing. Oh, he nice. my, bro, in fact I saw him in LA. Like, when I was in L.A., I saw him with his uh, one of his friends. I follow him on social media. Yeah. He's not playing anymore. Yeah. Uh, he, last, he was playing with Toronto FC. And it's like all of his exits since PSG have been, like, on bad terms. Like yeah, he left yeah. From what I heard, yeah he,
1: yeah, he left on bad terms with Toronto. I think uh, he didn't live up to their expectations.
0: So, yeah, it was a sour ending there. Yeah, man. Yeah, I liked him at PSG. But, yeah, he, I don't know what's going on. So yeah, that's so you did pretty good, man. I, I try to stomp you on some of them, but you uh, you know your football, man. So I, haven't played, try to do I this. haven't
1: played FIFA. I haven't played FIFA. I didn't buy FIFA 19. I'm gonna buy FIFA 20, but I didn't, I didn't buy FIFA 19, so it's not like I know some of these. I think that I is think a I,
0: good way to know where players are on FIFA. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all we got today for the topics. Uh, what's, uh, what's the craziest thing you saw, uh, within the last two weeks on Uh, Twitter or on social
1: media or whatever? It's kind of, I'm trying to think. There's a, there's a couple of things. Um, um, you know what, how about you go first, uh. John, and let me see. I I have a couple in mind, but I'm just I'm trying to think. I know I had a I have one in mind, but let you go ahead. I mean, let me just
0: scroll through Twitter really quick cuz I I know I bookmarked it. Yeah. So, um uh, so mine is um is um I and mean, I didn't know about this. Uh, it's it came out uh maybe 2 3 days ago. Um the Iran international team For 40 years they didn't allow women to be in the stands to be at the game Mm -hmm. like I had no idea this was happening like I thought that was like what and then I read like other articles about like women who used to like put on beards and dress up like men just to get into the game like I thought that was like wow like why um you know first of all why is it happening And, and the fact that it took this long for 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 them to be finally allowed to be in the match. And, and wouldn't you know, they won 14 nil 14 nil, you know, I and mean? I think that's that's a sign of the universe, you know, what I mean, saying that this is how it's supposed to be. So I thought that was pretty fascinating. That was one of the more fascinating things I've seen uh, over the past two weeks. Uh women in Iran for over 40 years were not allowed to watch to be at a game uh, for the men's team. And a couple of days ago, they were finally allowed and they won 14-0. Okay, so there's this, obviously the, the, this
1: is uh, a little I guess plug-in for the the Maradona documentary that, that aired on HBO but there's this uh, video that surfaced on Spanish-speaking Twitter that I'm a part of of Diego Maradona dancing like just, just weird dancing <laughs> and sure. it's kind of funny because he's a short stubby guy and so yeah. it, i think he's a i think it's a second division team in argentina or or i'm not sure if, if it's just like one of the lower teams in in argentina or if it's a second division team in argentina but he's uh in the dressing room and he's uh putting on a, a dance performance for for the guys in the dressing room trying to hype them up so um oh, wow. i'll send you i'll send you that <laughs> link on twitter but uh uh, yeah, he's a uh, he's a pretty animated dancer right there. But yeah, if uh, if you haven't seen the documentary on on Maradona on HBO, it's uh it's really good.
0: Yeah, yeah, I uh I'm, I'm a fan of all uh football documentaries. There was one on Netflix about uh, Sunderland, mm-hmm. one of those like second, third tier Premier League. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, English teams. And obviously the team, you know, doesn't play good, but like that documentary was just fascinating just to see how the community and how the clubs are like tied in and stuff like that. I'm, I'm for all football documentaries. But yeah, the Maradona one, I thought it was cool how it started, how they're pretty much you're in the car with Diego Maradona driving up to, to the Napoli Stadium where he's about to get announced. And like they're doing this like fast paced, edm miami type miami vice type of music and like you're riding through naples with diego maradona and then it starts when he gets announced uh to the naples fans i thought that was pretty dope how how it was put together
1: yeah i think he's become so i sent you that link so if you want to take a look at it while i'm talking but uh uh yeah he he's kind of become i mean he's a he's another one of those controversial figures i i think he's he's one of those guys that be, has become a meme um but then there's uh, obviously there's some, a couple of stuff that we can't ignore so yeah. it's just it's he's like alex jones just if, if you don't know who's alex jones he's a yeah. guy who did all that uh you know conspiracy theories and all that harmful shit but He's he's good for memes. Uh, if you if you go on Twitter, a lot of people use his his rants out of context as reaction videos or reaction gifts. So it's just it's a give or take with the internet. Sometimes uh, horrible people and, and sometimes crappy people can make can give you some some quality funny,
0: funny situations. Yeah. You're right. Right. So
1: it's just a give or take with the internet sometimes, but but yeah, there's that Maradona video that I saw, and, and then it's just what is it. happening? yeah, <laughs> that's his way of pumping up the the. Uh, so the does dress, he the, coach these people? No, I think he's, he's friends with the he's coach. Just there, yeah, he's friends with the. I think if I, if <laughs> student, my friend told me he's uh, uh friends with the coach, or he has some type of relationship with the coach, and he's just there just to to help him. I mean, he he was coaching last year in mexico so uh, yeah yeah, there's that one where he's uh i think he's i i gotta bring up that video there's one where the the reporter is trying to talk to him and he just goes uh he just looks like he's out of it like like when your significant other if you tell them that they're if you're they're they're listening and all you can go and you weren't listening and that's the type of uh reaction you'd probably have uh that, that that maradona had but um but yeah, I mean, he's a he's good for a couple couple good memes and and reaction videos.
0: For sure, yeah, man, he's he's a character for sure. Like it's and yeah, I would definitely recommend watching that documentary. It's pretty fascinating. Um, so yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it, man. I think you got some VK coming up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm, t- I'm, tired. I'm tired. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm heading up to camp <laughs>
1: for a couple couple days just because everybody needs a vacation. I'm, I'm to the belief that everybody got to have a vacation because or else you're going to just go insane.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like I said, man, we deserve it. We work hard. We gotta, we gotta take mental breaks and stuff like that. So yeah, on that note, man, uh, thank y'all for listening to 24th and park. Uh, again, don't forget to rate us. Oh,
1: hold on, John. Let me give me come, Let me do a, a, a shameless plug in, but, um, sure. I, I, uh, last week i did a, a podcast on what i do uh uh the other podcasts are a little project that i have going on uh i help cover the club monterey in english which is a Liga of club and i had uh well we had my co-host there we had a uh, mariano trujillo who works or he does commentary the broadcasting both in spanish and english for fox sports uh so he we had him on our podcast for like 30 minutes and it was just yeah, go listen to that because that's kind of crazy that you can have, like, I I, I was kind of, yeah, I was starstruck just because <laughs> I, I, I'm used to hearing his voice on my TV, either in English and Spanish and commentating on, on the match. So, uh, yeah, yeah it, it's usually, take, it's, like, a, it's uh, like either the this past episode or, or whatever, but it's there on the title. But, um, yeah, go listen to that just because if you're familiar with the, uh, uh, fox sports or in general like just just their coverage on um, on either mls or whatever he does some of the the english broadcasting stuff there so it was pretty cool to have him on and, and even though it was just for 30 minutes just to, to, to have someone like that give you 30 minutes it's just yeah this is just wild but yeah I, th- I thought i'd just do a shameless plug
0: oh nah man it's, it's deserved that's dope man like i said to you know, to, to, to have somebody, uh, you know, again, you know, that you follow and you listen to all the time to actually talk to them, to be on your project, something that you're working on that, that speaks volumes to what you're doing and all that. So, yeah, that's that's definitely commendable, man. It's again, more of a reason for you to celebrate and, and, and take some time off, man. You're working hard over there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. So uh again, so we're gonna we're gonna sign out, man. We appreciate y'all for listening. Rate us, review us, subscribe to the podcast on all on all podcast platforms, wherever you get your podcast, uh subscribe to us on YouTube and um obviously check out PSG Talk. Uh tons, tons, tons of content on there. Uh and again, thank y'all for listening. We'll talk to y'all next time. Peace.